Hello, hello, go, hello. Go. You better stand that lane. Hey. Facebook and everybody out there. What's going on? It is me, doing? the cat meow. Meow. <laughs> Coming to you live from the litter. <laughs> the cat and the boodle. <laughs> It is me, Blue Water, <laughs> a.k.a. the cat, a.k.a. the cat. How y'all doing? <laughs> All right. Doing? How they doing? How y'all doing? Is y'all quarantined? I'm definitely quarantined. Is yeah. Y'all don't look like y'all quarantining. I see driving and everything. Is y'all quarantined? So, I'm going to go check on my mama. Thank you. Okay, what you say, Cable? The same thing. Oh, he in the car too, yep. Yeah, they're out and about. I'm not going to say anything about it because I just came in from being out and about. How y'all doing? Right. I'm feeling, I'm feeling great. It is beautiful outside, man. It is a really pretty day. It is a very beautiful day. I just went out and took in the day, went visiting um, my cousin and Sat with him and did our thing, and here I am. Mm, did your thing. You tell. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we do what us cuz do when, you know, we trust us cuz do. Us cuz do. Was y'all trapping? When you, you say Child. <laughs> No, girl, I was smoking. What are you talking <laughs> What's going on, Miss Miss K? Hey. Hey. How is you? I'm as good. What's going on, your boy? Now it sounds like you got a little. Wait, you horse? What's happening? It's it's fatigue. Oh. It's oh. just fatigue. I'm not sick. It don't hurt. It don't itch. It don't burn. None of those things. <laughs> it don't just a little, little fatigue. That's all. Oh no. It don't itch. It don't hurt. And it don't burn. Right. Oh, well, well, I'm, well. It's good. It's a good smell. Well, that wasn't what that wasn't what was that wasn't what it was going in my mind. I was wondering what was what what did you do to make yourself so you know? That ain't not your beef, boy. Uh, oh, okay. oh, oh, all right, sister. You see my hand? This is a high five. <laughs> Wait, what happened? He gave you a high five. Yes, I gave you a high five, girl. Yes. Get some life. My thoughts exactly. <laughs> my thoughts. Mom's the word. Mom's the word. <laughs> How are you, Miss Mazel? I'm, hey, I'm wonderful. So I've been, been I've been creating, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, so I'm good. Show us the mask. This oh, one. wait a minute, I gotta go back upstairs. Oh, shit. Minute, give me a That's second. All right. Don't show us the mask. Get <laughs> <laughs> out. the fuck out of me. I'll show you a little stop, but whatever. I was still a little on your life and whatnot. You ain't had to shut my shit down that fast. I mean, that. <laughs> 
I was I was hoping you was gonna have it on display so we can show people what you're working with. Okay, well, just, just give me a minute. We got we got an hour and a half. Like, just give me a second. <laughs> I just can't stand Africa Americans. God shit. Africa Americans. Yes. Americans. Africa Americans. Go okay. Go get the go get the mask and come back with the mask. All right, I'll be right back. Okay. And that and in that space, we're gonna talk to. Mr. Gilmore, what's going on, Yo, I'm living. You living? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not. I'm coming to y'all from the other side. Okay. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is what heaven looks like. You bet not come. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> so you say you living? Yeah, I'm living. How's your health? It's doing what it do. That's what I need to hear. Like, you know, that's making all sure I can say. Making sure everybody's in good health, good spirits, and everything. We are quarantining. I want everybody out there on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and other places. Uh, uh, gay black chat. Um, and uh, <laughs> 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 man, man. <laughs> in any of them places, I want y'all to know this. <laughs> hey, this is the thing. <laughs> I want y'all to know that we hope that you are doing well out there. Whatever you're doing, make sure that you are doing what you need to do. Maintain your health. Um, if you gotta suck a dick or eat something, put a mask on. <laughs> Yeah. Well, oh. all righty then. Oh my goodness. Oh, oh, my goodness. Burnt my goddamn foot. Did you find it? I burn your foot. Right. It was all these issues. My hot glue gun <laughs> fell on it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'll hurt. That'll get you. Great Scott. Okay. A glue gun ain't nothing to play with. Oh, my gosh. That shit is the worst. All right, so. When all the hands are closed, you got to get head delivered to your mama house. Shit. Yeah. Shit. Yes, Isis. I'm, calling, I'm coming from the other side. The other side. Okay. There's so much happening right now. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wrap again. <laughs> okay. What the hell is that noise? <laughs> There's uh, just so much happening right now. Oh, no, no. Uh, uh I took him back to my sister's. Oh, thank you. You can find your cameraman, your, uh, your cameraman, Cable. Huh? You gotta find your cameraman. <laughs> I know, right? I'm sorry. He was, he was, he was, he was spinning for a minute. Right. Oh, shit. Then it was clacking over on his K side. Then he was burning your ass. 
It's a whole lot going on. It just was so much happening. I ain't burnt my ass. I burnt my damn foot. Oh, oh, well. And then, okay. It wasn't no, no, like a, you know, terrible burn. It's just like hit that bitch, but I felt it. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> so let's see the mask. Did you show us the mask? Did you sell it? You got advertised. Come on now. Tell I, us I just made it. So I'm, I ain't even feeling it. I ain't even felt it out yet. Well, tell us how you made it. What did you do? Well, I made it out of cardboard and paper bags. Mm. All right, all right, and you are and going to. And I got to... a little bit of like, um, like rope material. And are you, are you going to actually be selling those? Um, I may. You may. I may. I mean, if people like them, I mean, I haven't, I haven't put it out there yet for people to know if people even would want something like that. So. Oh. Right. Oh, oh well, I guess I was... if people, you know, ask for them, then yeah, I make them. I think oh. if people would. I mean. I'm thinking someone would purchase it. Okay, what you think? What y'all what y'all think? I mean, shoot. Somebody said the same thing. I'm gonna show you. Mine's for a different person. I just think it's so crazy. I don't know if you can see it or not. Uh, <laughs> can you switch camera on this thing? You can. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. That's my, that's my head. No evil. She hasn't been painted yet. Okay. And she's gonna be. Oh no, her lips. Okay. And this is gonna be. This is gonna be no oh, evil. Oh. That's a place to Don't have. Still have a paper overlay yet. Don't judge her. That was a plastic surgery face. Oh shit. That's a plastic surgery face. Don't judge her. I'm not judging. It's still, it's still it's under construction. Guess what? Right. Yes. Thank you for understanding. And I know how it is. Shit. You gotta you gotta you gotta build the foundation before you can get to the house now. Now. Yeah. <laughs> they All say right. now. the old people say now. Well, I'm so glad that I see that y'all are taking and using this op this moment to tap into the creative sides of your brains, and you know you're using this time wisely. You're maintaining your health, and it hasn't stopped y'all from doing what you normally would be doing, which is being yourselves. And then it has stopped us from interacting personally in our personal spaces with one another. But shit, now that we have this platform. We can do some things. I mean, shit, we might get on this mall sucker and give a concert. Hey, we had to look. We had to do rehearsals and whatnot. We got to do rehearsals. Gutman's is still open. Y'all just have to come over this mother sucker and quarantine. Y'all just got quarantine. Quarantine. Got to get that goddamn quarantine. So, normally, at this point, I would probably segue into a cocktail question, but guess what? I didn't, I didn't give up the, the reins and the, the, the wheel to another driver, because I just wanted to say, I, I wanted to give somebody else, an, I, I want to give each of you an opportunity to drive the car. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna sit back and be a passenger and talk my shit and comment and everything. But I'm gonna let somebody else drive today because mm -hmm. I'm gonna sit back here and be be uh, Cleopatra. And uh -huh. 
Nefertiti. All you need is some grapes and two and two big swole dudes with big feathers fannies. I got two of them. I got one on this side eating nuts, and I got another one over here chilling. So nuts the- or just nuts. <laughs> <laughs> so I got two big ass men on the side of me. I'm okay. That, they just need a fan or something, but one got some nuts in his mouth. They holding you on one of them thrones right now. You know the what the big long one that they got stand under and carry. <laughs> so, with that being said, uh, Maestro, Zemusic, <laughs> what's our cocktail question? Where we going at with? We taking me. All right, y'all. So, uh, I guess since I'm in charge of the pound today, I'm gonna get y'all cats together. So, um, because my mind has to really straighten shit out, I had to do this in sections, <laughs> Gemini shit. So, the first topic of the day will be, you know, everyone's favorite topic, sex. So, um, the first question is... right out there with sex, huh? Absolutely. <laughs> right off the break. Absolutely. What was your dirtiest or most embarrassing sexual experience? Oh, like everybody got that one story where you like. No, I'm talking about that experience where it could, it could be explicit or it could be that experience where if you could go back and change it, like some shit just did not turn out right. Like, I'm a shit on. Uh, well, you remember I shared a story last. <laughs> I'm no longer here. <laughs> 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 so this this question came from last week. We uh in the after show at Gutman's, we were talking about dirty situations, and I said I was messing with this chick. She had a really, 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 really big ass. And so when I went to go, you know, eat when I went to go eat eat, eat her. Well, when she spread, she wanted, me to, she wanted me to eat ass. But when she spread her legs, there was like a peanut butter smear of shit in between the teeth that clearly she hadn't gotten to. <laughs> now, I don't know. She was embarrassed, but I was embarrassed for her. Like the whole room stank. I was, it, it just was nothing you could do to save this moment. <laughs> oh. But it was a shitty experience for both of us. <laughs> so now I'm asking y'all, have y'all ever had an experience where it was like, damn, this just didn't go well? Yup. And I answer on the grounds that it's criminally and racially biased. <laughs> all right, all right, uh, Blue, what, what was your situation? So... <laughs> oh my gosh so it, happened, it happened it's a situation that happened it was an X it was an X and we were being um, I'm going to say uh, sexually experimental and invited someone in Mm-mm. and the person that we and, and the person was a military individual and this person was really, you know what I'm saying, he, he was really good looking. And so I'm like, man, you know, we going to do this threesome. We got to get real freaky up in here. Well, when you're in the gay lifestyle and everything, you got to kind of prepare for anal sex. And he didn't prepare. 
cable for last. I feel like he gonna have a real ridiculous one. <laughs> Go ahead, myself. Um, okay. I was going on this little date or whatever, and the guy got that. <laughs> and so I was in the shower. So the guy said he had to use the bathroom, but we had two bathrooms. And so I'm in the shower, right? And I'm just washing or whatever. And then I just start smelling this shit smell, right? So I was like, what the fuck? And I'm like, you know, washing this shit. I'm like, yeah, this shit. yo, I look why this motherfucker was sitting on the toilet taking a shit <laughs> while I was in the shower. <laughs> I was a little, I, I was like, yo, like, who does that? Who does that? <laughs> and you know what? I'm a, I was raised, let me tell you, let me tell you how I was raised. First of all, I was raised that when you had to do, you did number two at your house. Yeah. You didn't do that number over one. somebody else's house. Like when you, I think it's really disrespectful if you go to somebody else's house. And if you gotta go, you gotta date. go. Like you're well, going on a date. Like what are you doing? No, Not I'm just going to, but hold on. Think of how bad he had the shit though. And I think that's what it was. <laughs> and I think because he got had the shit, he got turned away from the other bathroom. It was like, uh uh-uh, because no. And the he ended up in, in the bathroom that I was taking a shower in. But like how bubbly was his guts to have to go no, in there while you in the shower? I was, first of all, you, you didn't seem like you was trying to rush the shit along. <laughs> like he might as well pull out a fucking newspaper for real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you gotta get the hell up out of here, dude. Like, you you gotta go. You gotta fucking go. But then, but, but then, but then, this was the second part he did. So, oh, like, no. okay, so he must have thought he was gonna, you know, get a little piece of whatever. So he goes in there and takes his clothes off and shit, right? I'm like, yo, what the fuck is you doing? So, <laughs> yo, when he got up, yo, why the fuck? It was a shit creek. On my motherfucking sheets, yo. You didn't oh. even wipe your ass good. So not only did you shit in the bathroom while I was trying to take a shower, 
your motherfucking ass go and think you're going to get some. And yo, got shit on my sheet. I said, nigga, you got the back. <laughs> saying, he got put the fuck out. And that was the end of that. <laughs> All right. Well, that's three shitty stories. Cable, what you got for us? Unmute yourself. Oh, you on me, honey. Turn it off. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I have nothing. I have nothing like that. <laughs> um, actually, no, that's a lie. Um, mine's have to be a, a shit story too. Actually, yeah, okay. <laughs> stories. We have a shit story. <laughs> but mine's a shit story. Really There you go. <laughs> and so. I was over a pastor's house, and me and my (laughs) (laughs) I was over a pastor's house, and he would let us come over there when he was at work and stuff, and just hang out. (laughs) So this guy who liked me, we went over there, and I was young, and I was not prepared for what was about to happen, and. He pulled out his penis, and it was the size of Goliath, and (laughs) he tried to penetrate me, but he must have thought that it was a pussy and not an ass because he rammed it in so hard that I jumped back on the bed, and when I jumped back, all this shit flew out my ass, and... (laughs) (laughs) And And Wait, wait. That's not even the embarrassing part, because that's not even the part. Blue. Blue. Yes. Guess who came there and what I said. So, so I was already embarrassed by that, because that happened. But I run out the room when he do it, screaming, because so, huh? R. What? Who? Go and tell me who it was. Roger. <laughs> Roger was in the house. I ran out the room. I was in so much pain that I was screaming. And I yelled, he's trying to kill me. He was trying to choke me. <laughs> oh. All right. And the next cocktail social question. <laughs> that was a shitty situation. That was a true. Oh, my God. We had to clean that up before that man got home. Ugh. And it's still... So first of all, it's something about shit. First of all, y'all wonder why we can't, but you wonder why we can't keep new niggas on the show. Stories like these. That's that's why. (laughs) Well, listen. (laughs) Go ahead. Okay, what's your story? We got your shit story, Cable. (laughs) Oh shit, it did. I just got caught. Like I just got caught by my mama. I was young and I got caught. Oh lord. Damn. Yeah. I like, like at least it wasn't shitty. The reason why I think this question is good, and I like this question, because when I first saw it, I had so many incidents, and I think absolutely when it comes to en- encounters, sexual encounters, you never really take into consideration like what's going to happen, because you know what I'm saying? Like you. you you got this feeling, your emotions, your hormones are raging, and then you actually got to get into the physical act. And even like, I mean, I'm thinking of a situation where I had this girl, and I was interested in having, it was, 
it was, and I have this thing where I want, like, I got my notches is like, you know, I want to have uh, sex with a Latin male or a Latin female, Asian male, or Asian female. And so this was an Asian female that I was about to engage in an uh, intimate moment with. Now I'm dealing with her and everything like that and I'm kissing and we making out and she must have gotten aroused. But as she got aroused, the fumes started to <laughs> emulate and it was <laughs> You know oh, how. You, 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 look, that shit came up like this and shit. Like. It, 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 it was almost like this. <laughs> yeah. So it was like it was like that. It was like a green hand was coming out from this her jeans and was like slapping me. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> and it was and it was on a summer day, so it was oh, already hot. And so when it started really boofing, I started to get migraine. <laughs> when it was boofing, huh? <laughs> that thing started dumping like a bass, like poof, 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 poof. And I was like, oh, you having pussy farts. <laughs> Baby, that, that pussy was like Corona, Corona. <laughs> Go ahead. I wish I was next to you so I could hit you. Uh, all right, next question. We're still on the com uh on sex. So what are you known for when it comes to oral sex? You know, oh oral baby, sex everything. Is, everything. You know, I think that you know it, it's a skill. That's kind of a big what are you know? Well, clearly Cable wants to go first because he's ready. He's selling his. Oh, he's he about to eat up. It's like double dutch. And he's showing. Well, he about to hop right in this now. Since we know that he doesn't clean well and he's shitty, so maybe you should hear about. Oh, the oh no! <laughs> oh no! That was then. This is now. He. <laughs> that was then. Fix my ways. <laughs> Look at his face though. <laughs>
that you know that you do better than anybody else with it? I don't know, because I mean, I mean, ain't like I'm... You know you done made a nigga's big toe hot. <laughs> How'd you do it? <laughs> <laughs> you know that little piece of... Well, that's, that's TMI, but... All right, you know that little piece The of, whole question is TMI. Yeah, you're right, but you know that little... <laughs> you know that little piece between the... the uh, the the balls and the asshole. The goose. The goose. The goose. You gotta rub that right there just to put You better the- rub it. You better lick my fucking goose. <laughs> 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 She's talking about rub, girl. You better lick my oh, fucking why you, goose. Why you why you why you doing the why you doing the you know the head motion? You uh, you you know you let your hand Oh yeah, through. baby. Rub right there with you that finger. Oh and press them shit and that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yes, right. it do. All it right, works, baby. It works every time. Like it... a charm. <laughs> 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 yes, man. It's my favorite subject, baby. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> this shit. He about to pull out a class for this motherfucker. He like, if you okay, want girl. to learn the sword technique, just do Come this. Come on. <laughs> it's your turn, Blues of Fame. Give it up. Oh. Uh, uh. <laughs> what are we talking about? Oh, shit, no. Oh, God. Well, not, <laughs> just, not just sucking dick. You, you can clean the cool. <laughs> <laughs> You do clean oh, those, oh, oh, <laughs> Of course, girl. I never even used those yet. <laughs> I had them for like two months. <laughs> so... I will say, I will say after after he almost after he almost choked on them nuts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then he almost ball gagged a few minutes. Ball <laughs> I will say that I've been well with these DSLs. You know what I'm saying? I've been known to be able to do some tongue tricks 
and I, and I have a good suction capability. And I, my title is I can suck the sand out of cement. So that might hurt. You <laughs> <laughs> circumcising motherfuckers. That might hurt. All right, Kay. If what you about do it, you? Right, it don't. <laughs> <laughs> right. These lips are just tiny. And, and my mouth is real moist when it gets real, you know, it's when supper. I get, it's supple. It's supple. <laughs> like supper. Like a lady. Like a lady. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right, Miss uh, Kay, it's your turn. Uh, I would say the fact that I suck dick for me, not nobody else. So if you have then great. But I don't give a shit. Like, you know, there comes a point where I turn my own self on and make my own mouth come. So, mm. yeah. You, thank you. Thank so I guess in, enjoyment and, and endurance, I guess. Just so you know, Miss K also sells pure romance, so she can help you get your enjoyment and find some enjoyment in your uh, skills and things. So please because she does sell the pure romance. But you gotta be able to enjoy it. The the you know Well see my you gotta enjoy doing it. See my thing is is that oh make your mouth come you gotta explain that. Your your mouth never watered while you was eating something good, you ain't fat enough. When you get fat, your mouth get the water. There could, well, I can't speak for nobody else but myself, but there is a location in the back of my throat, my tongue, where if it gets stiff enough, my whole mouth gets ridiculously juicy. It's right there. When you hit I will say to bring this in to uh from away from a dick to some coochie. Uh, <laughs> but uh, well, they, yeah, you know, know the right. representative on here. Yeah, I think it's a few of them that donate the, uh, some up on here. I ain't the only one. No, I'm just saying I'm just saying solely coochie. But uh but what I will say about this is is that what I enjoy again, and this is I guess for my own enjoyment, mm-hmm. is uh orgasm torture. I think it is one of the most oh, fun things on earth. Uh-huh. I think what the fuck is that? The lay of orgasm when you make them wait to come. No, 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 not, not quite. Not, not that. Quite. No, no, no. So what it is? After, I'm gonna then don't stop. After right after I've made you come and now you all sensitive and I keep going and I keep going and then after I keep going then I just stick my dick in and then I get my ass. That shit is so much fun. You get a heel to the <laughs> No, that's why you got to know how to hold some legs. You got to keep them things together there. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, guys, so, because uh, after a guy comes, his head is real sensitive. And so if you right. actually keep going, that will drop. Depending on a guy, some guys damn near kill you to get you off because the fact that they're mm-hmm. sensitive. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, that goes into our next question, still about sex. No, Jonathan. So, 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 Jonathan. Yes. Jonathan. So, sure. you never experienced that? What happened? I've never I'm, experienced oh, that. Like what, what Blue just said, because you kind of like was like, oh, okay. Like, you never experienced that? No, no. I mean, I've had some really good, but I've never had the after joint. Usually, so you no know, one never. So after you came, no one never went back on your dick with their mouth and proceeded to 
while you were going through it like that? No. No. Oh, that's oh I'm so good. sorry, baby. My number is four four three. Say no, I'm joking. <laughs> So our next question is <laughs> Baby, you missing out, baby. <laughs> you better tell those girls to get that mouth in order, okay? Sorry again. I'm sorry again. Go ahead. So, uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> where is the most inappropriate inappropriate place you've gotten horny? Like really horny, sure. and how how did you handle it? Sure. Mine was a funeral. Mine was a funeral. Like it was bad. I it hope was it wasn't while, the dead body. No, it was while the girl was crying over the dead body, and she went to go bend over and cry, and it was just like you know what, <laughs> And I was like. <laughs> 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 and it was so inappropriate. <laughs> like she got on them, she got on them stockings. <laughs> oh my lord! You know stockings do do it. Too. <laughs> Don't know what it is about stockings, but my lord. <laughs> so my first time as at a uh, mine was actually at court. Mm. What? I was at court, and I was actually um I was supposed. But to you having judge fantasies? No, no, no. Actually, it was the criminal. I was, that I was about right. I was a juror, and they and a, and, a, and he was the sexiest motherfucker that came out there. And he was in there. He was like for murder or something. And I was like, but he's too good looking to murder somebody. I was making the motherfucker so mad at me. <laughs> it, was like, it was like, bitch, if you don't <laughs> he didn't kill somebody, and you over here talking about, did you see his eyes? His right. His smile don't look like nobody that would do nothing like that. Killer eyes. And the thing about it is, when the judge was doing like doing a trial, you have to sit there and listen. The shit is boring. And every time I would be looking over at him, and I'd be like wanting to signal him like. You know, just I wrote on a piece of paper, commissary, like, I got you. So, yeah. I'll write you a letter. Motherfucker came when it was cleavage out. So, yeah, that was inappropriate. I was definitely, they was looking at me like, this motherfucker is really, I was adjusting myself. I'm like, yeah, mm. I'm gonna see him in the day. I almost told him, "Can you get me off this?" That's <laughs> stupid. <laughs> so yeah, that was inappropriate for me. Mm, anybody else? I heard people say church. Yeah. yeah okay. Okay. Church. Well, church, like for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. Dirty thoughts cross yeah. all the time in church. Yeah, just for no reason. And then you be and like, then you make a date to yourself. 
And then when you try not to think about it, it just makes it worse. It yeah, you worse. Start, it really gets like ungodly, actually. You start right. thinking some, some sick shit to do to somebody. Right. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> Jonathan, another thing. I, so in this whole, uh, another situation, I joined to church. Well, I, I started attending a church um, because the dude that, was, that came to the house was sexy. So it was one of them uh, non-denominational no. churches, and they like come to your house and be like, "Have you accepted?" Was it the Mormons? I don't know. It was the Mormons. It was, like, it was, it was a non-denominational church. He didn't turn out the Mormons. No, it was non-denominational, and I'm like, oh. "All right." So the guy was like, "Have you accepted the Lord in my life?" And I came to the door in like a robe. So I'm like, <laughs> and then I when I seen him and everything, I'm like, and I have a geek fetish. So I was like, oh, he's a little geeky, but I like him. Okay. So I opened the door and like, come on in, talk to me about the Lord. And as mm -mm. Talking, the Lord. Oh, ain't that nothing but the devil. Mm -mm. <laughs> you just bland. Yeah. Just bland. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was that was so bland. <laughs> that was so I was I'm gonna start calling you uh Every time he would come over, I would be like, hey, I would be in some form of uh, showy clothes or something, T-shirt and my boxes. I got to put my clothes on. Come on, man, with a negligee on. Oh, <laughs> Lord. <laughs> a negligee. He said, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you caught me at a bad time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God. slippers on with heels on them. <laughs> All right, here's, here's the last sex question. Um, so with all these themes and terms rolling around like polyamorous and aromantic and all of that, do you feel like people are really just kind of following a trend or do are they actually following their hearts? I don't even know what the hell that is. So, so I'm just to say aromanticism is a new term that I found out about where people who who say that they do not have any romantic feelings, that they do not uh, wish to partner, or they don't find any love or any enjoyment from the concept of love. Oh, I don't know what's wrong with them. And what's the <laughs> other like, That's judgmental and shit. I don't know what's wrong with them. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, polyamory is uh, when uh, groups or couples or whatever decide that they wish to either be in multiple relationships or be in a relationship with several people, um, et cetera, et cetera. Can think about swinging with commitment. That's like polyamory. So well, no, this is my, technically, because this is, polyamory could also be, if it was a throuple who decided that they were just three people who are in that committed relationship, then it becomes something else if they start going outside of it. So, right. so there's still rules to all of this, actually. And I, I don't so, see anything wrong with um. I, it's, no, the, I don't think the question is the question is is, is something I, wrong with it. I and know, so say, I'm going to answer it. I no, I just want to repeat it real quick. It was just the fact. Oh, that, go ahead. Uh, do you feel like people are really into it, or are they just doing it because it's trendy? It's kind of like being so, vegan. <laughs> So this is how I feel about it. This is how I feel about it, honestly, because there's a lot of them that's out there that have these these names that are actually kind of hard to even pronounce <laughs> sometimes. Whereas now is one where 
you're not in love with the person you love in their soul or something like that. You fall in love with their soul and it has nothing to do with this. It's all this other stuff going on. And what I think it is, is people, because of years of being ashamed of being gay or years of being ashamed of being swingers or years of being ashamed to do this, they found a new word to call it so they can get away with doing it without y'all being ashamed. And so when someone comes past you, be like, oh, what did, what did you what did you practice? And you say this word they never heard of. They're going to say, oh, okay, versus saying I'm gay, where you're going to now be gay, be shamed for being gay. Now they found a, a new way to get away with being gay without all the negativity that comes with being gay. Okay, that's, that's good. I, I, yeah, that's a good answer. I'm in the same frame of mind as cable. I was, it wasn't as deep as that. Yours is good. That's good insight. I, mine was just more along the lines of they found a name to what they've been feeling all of their lives. Like, right. they finally mm. found something to identify it with. I don't think it's necessarily a fad. Like, you know, it's like finding out that there's a whole community of people who practice BDSM and all you know is that all your life you dreamed that somebody would choke the hell out you while they fuck you ferociously. Okay. It's like, oh, that's my tribe right there. I get it. That's all I think it is. I think it's just yeah. a name or something to identify yourself with and, and find a community so that you don't feel so strange by yourself. I agree with that one 100%. Okay. I, think, I think that when it comes to I think what's happening is that I think that I think with the terms people are trying to still um, put a definition or define sexuality and so because sexuality is so broad they don't know how to categorize the newness of the stuff that people are actually that what they are intrigued or turned on by and so and what happens? Can, can I say something right there? What you just said, because I want to lose it if you keep on. When you say broad, see, I don't look at it that they think it's broad. What I think they look at sexuality as is something to be ashamed of. Because people shame sexuality. It, like, if you've ever been in a room with a bunch of grown-ups and they are really scared to talk about what they do sexually or talk about sex, period, they get real nervous, uncomfortable. And so I feel like instead of instead of, because for years what, these, what he just said, what they do, what's it called? Polygamy or whatever it's called? That's been going on for years, for centuries. You know, they've been having sex with other people, men and wives, and outside of relationships. That's been going on for years. They, but when it, what happens through years, it's been a, such a negative name on it. So now these people want to do it, and because sex is so shamed today, and, and people are so nervous, now they come up with these new groups and these names to be able to get away with it without all that negative, negativity that came from doing exactly what they're doing in the past. And, so, and, and so I don't think it's a broadness of sexuality. I think it's because of the shame that's been put on whatever they want to do sexually now they got to create another group that is that that escapes away from all of that negative stuff that was coming with what what was what it was previously called and so that's how i get it the reason why i say broad is because uh -huh. it's in terms of so if you had to take it in a line as a line mm -hmm. there are those individuals mm -hmm. that do not like sex at all that do not want to have any engagement with anybody. And then there's that individual or those group of individuals that like everything, even animals. So if you have to look, uh -huh. to, so if you have to look at extremes when it comes to sexuality and what humans are attracted to, it's pretty broad. And so what happens is, is then you have to find where do you fall in on this line when it comes to sex and sexuality. Now, when you say, well, I'm this, I am bisexual, you're putting yourself on a point in a line. 
You're saying that I only like male and female. But when you say I'm polyamory, then you have to polyamorous. You have to ask yourself, what does that mean? Does that mean I like a three? I like threesomes? Does that mean I'm in love? What does that entail? What does that mean? And so when I say broad, I mean that when we are using those terms, those terms is to find a category where you fall in on that line. And I think that for a lot of individuals, especially when it comes to sex and sexuality, they're looking at it beyond just gender. So before it was, are you just attracted to male and female? Now they're realizing that people are attracted to all sorts of shit. Pedophilia, the attraction to children. Right. And children, necrophilia, the track to love of having sex with dead bodies. There are individuals that like uh, anophilia, where you like to have sex with animals. Those are things that are real. They are oldphilia. Oldphilia. And you like old ass bitch. So I say that to say that I think some of it is. I do. I think it's a mixture of everything that y'all saying. With you said, Jonathan, um, with those, there are individuals that may be doing it just to find a tribe. They may not necessarily know if they want to belong, but they're just like, okay, I'm gonna just go along with it because I'm mm -hmm. at I'm at this point where I'm experimenting. I'm trying to find myself, and that's cool. You know what I mean? But then there are those others that are truly defined by this is who I am and this is what I do and this is what I practice. But when it comes to sex and sexuality, you don't necessarily have to subscribe to anything. Do what you do that you're attracted to as long as no, no, you know, no one's being hurt by it. You know, I right. think um, one of the things, the, the reason why I came up with this question is because uh, before all of this happened, when I was at work, I was talking to, I work at a place where, you know, um, there's a good amount of pretty young people that work there. And then there's another good amount of people who are older. Uh -huh. um, so, you know, it's a nice generational mix. And uh, I was listening to this one young lady talk and she was talking about, you know, oh, she, she does this, she does this. And she was throwing all these terms around. And then uh, me and her had to work together that day. So we were in the car together with our clients. And then she was talking about what she wants and what she wanted doesn't align with who she says she is ah. and i've come across that so many times and the reason why i threw veganism out there is because people like to say oh i'm this i'm this because it sounds good and it gives you some type of a feeling of worth or like it puts you in some category where you're above when and actually i feel like that you haven't really searched your heart to find out exactly what you want Personally, when it comes to sex, as long as you ain't doing weird shit with children and, you know, things like that nature, I very rarely am I going to judge what you do. Right. <laughs> um, but I just find it interesting that now we we put so much weight into it. It's, it's, we, it's like this super pseudo-spiritual craze where we've connected the sexuality to crystals and incense and smudges. So now we're going to sell it with that. Now let's sell it with the food. And if we can sell it, then you got this group of people who are just making money off of these terms without actually teaching, especially very young people, what it is. And people are subscribing to these schools of thoughts without real information. They're getting mean level information. And I just think that that's scary. Go ahead. What does that mean there? you know, attaching food to sexuality and, and what does that even mean? 
Um, well, oh, go ahead, Blue. So what I, I so sex is always been it's there's a portion of it that is physical, but there's a metaphysical aspect of sex as well. And so, no, I so, so the food and also there are some foods that if you ingest them, they have an impact on how you perform or how you experience sex. So if you take about if you think about all of the stuff that like when you some people just limit sex to just the physical aspect of it. But all of those things, when you actually add them to it, actually enhances the experience. And it's also about whether you're actually connecting to a person on a, a deeper level. So sometimes that's why I say, you know, whenever you have being mindful of who you're just engaging with, sex haphazardly with, because there is, you know what I'm saying, there's a lot of exchanges going on outside of just the physical. I get the spirit. Mm -hmm and the soul ties aspect and all that. I mean, where he mentioned crystals and like, what do crystals? What when I when I say let let me explain and how I was using that. Um, you're from the church. You understand how the church uses some words to say who's in what class. Yeah. So if someone if they like someone and they agree with how they're doing something, then they're anointed. And if they're oh. anointed and then you say, oh, this person is anointed, then that means everything they do is anointed, how they act. And now they follow this anointed path. Now, it, the yeah, same I thing happens secularly, well, secularly, where, <laughs> you know, if you are spiritual or you a high vibrating or you're on a whole other plane or existing in some form of pseudo-righteousness, then you exist in then your sexual your sexuality along with your spiritual side as well as what you eat all fall into that and you know really? some people are becoming vegan because this person that i love won't even look at me if i don't do this this and this but does that person love you but you know it's a whole other conversation and if i'm watching people kind of jump into these boxes and it's with the idea that you're not being put in a box but now you're jumping into a box just to fit this mold okay. and um you know that sexuality again it does it expands way beyond the bedroom this it goes into every form of society and um okay. yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so uh let's move on let's go to some uh <laughs> thank you for my questions all right um and this is for everybody. Are you living your truth? No. Especially people out on the uh, on the internet there. Are you living your truth? No, not at all. No. 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 Yeah, I can absolutely say no. I'm gonna say no. Easy peasy. Nope. <laughs> Myself, how about you? I missed the whole damn question. I was over here reading comments. My big. Are you are you living your truth? Um, I think I'm I'm coming into it, but I don't I don't I don't think I'm living it. I don't think I have reached that 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 point of self actualization yet. Um, so I think I'm still on that road. But what I will say is is that I am I'm not living. I'm not living my full truth. Mm -hmm. So I'll modify it by saying that. I think where I am right now, even in the way that I present myself, I'm truer to myself than I would, I would say when I was 
you know, in my adolescence or even before that. I think the me that I am now, I'm happy. I think that it still takes a lot for people to I try to define and understand me. I think I'm more complex because mm -hmm. of the fact that I've evolved, but I do believe that I'm a truer form of myself. And so, um, and that, I mean, it's a scary process for me because I don't know. I have an idea of what I would mm -hmm. like to evolve to, but I don't know. I'm still figuring me out. So, yeah, that's, why, so that's why I say I'm not at the point where I can say I'm at my truest self and I'm happy, happy, I'm content. I still have some things that I want to do, but they might mm -hmm. not necessarily be in the stars for me to do. Not because, you know, I'm not worthy or I'm not ready for it, but it may not be ready for me. Or, yeah. you know what I mean? It may not, well, it may not be my time. For truth, is, truth is definitely, I think, an evolving concept. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't think that what is true for you at 20 is true for you at 21, it's true for you at 31. Absolutely. And what my, I think what my hope for myself is, is I'm trying to get closer to living to a truer aspect of who I am, as well as the ideal of who I want to be and who God wants me to be, is that I can roll with my truth as it changes and I can accept it as it changes. I think I am very clearly stuck in a part of me that was true five years ago that is not true today. Mm -hmm. And you know, once... I move past that and I get that in my mind, but like, look, this person is gone. Mm -hmm. And then you have to live in the truth of who you are today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I ain't gonna lie, that shit is hard. But, <laughs> um, but to piggyback on that, Cable had a question I think goes very well with this, mm -hmm. that if, uh, if God sets you in a room, and Cable, please correct me if I get this um, wrong, because I didn't go back to the question and read it completely. But uh, if God puts you in a room to watch the movie of your life, would you be would you, would you watch it or would you even be able to watch it from beginning to end? Wait. So I had a follow up question to that question. My question to Cable for clarification was: Is it from the beginning of your life to the end of your life, or the beginning of your life to the point in your life that you are when you're watching the movie? Exactly the second one. To the point okay. where you are when you're watching the movie. So okay. if basically, if God if God presented a door in front of you and said to you, um, through this door is where you will sit and see your entire life from beginning to this very moment played out in front of your face. He will all your needs, your supply. You will never go hungry, thirsty, tired, or anything. You're able to watch it. As a matter of fact, he can control time. So where you think you're sitting there all that time, when you come back out, it may be three days that you've been in there, but. He gives you opportunity to see your entire life from beginning to that very moment where you're sitting there. Would you do it or would you tell him thanks but no thanks? I don't know, because that's a long time to be. That's a long ass movie. But <laughs> it, it, yeah, it is. It is. But, <laughs> but 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 the the, the, the deep part is so what I'm saying is, so where I get it is, you know, a lot of us at times we feel source of nostalgia. Like I find myself saying a lot, I wish I could go back and relive my childhood again. I wish I could go back and do these things again. When I think about the 90s and the late 80s, I wish I could relive that moment. And I hear a lot of people say that and I get it. Now I heard a don't say it growing up. So now that I'm older, I get it. I had those feelings of nostalgia all the time. Wish I could go back and relive 90s music and go back through high school and stuff and relive a graduation 
I would do it. I wouldn't change a thing. So in saying that, would you be able to sit in a room and watch your whole entire life played out? Being that we love nostalgia so much, we all wish we could go back. Would you really want to? And if God gave you an opportunity to watch your entire life before your eyes, would you sit in that room and watch it? My thing is, you got to think about everything. You got to watch every. That's the whole point. You have to watch every All right, part Kim, give, of a, your, give him a chance to answer your question then. Huh? Oh, I'm said, sorry. Give him a chance to answer your question. <laughs> Go ahead, Chris. Oh, I'm sorry. What's your say? Oh, so with with all the X-rated stuff that you may have done and all of that, you want to watch that part of it too? You have to watch everything. <laughs> because I'm just saying, because if, if, you know, I mean, not that God wouldn't already know, but I'm just saying, you know, you don't want to be in there watching yourself do some nasty shit. <laughs> you, you have to. In front of God. Like your shit moment. When you had that shit moment at the pastor's house and shit, you know. You, gotta you have to watch that. You, yeah, you have to watch your entire life. I mean, we watch porn. We watch movies that have sex scenes in it. So you have to watch your entire life. I could. I think I'd do it. I think I would watch it. And I think the reason, I think, I think for me, it would because I could watch it because um, sometimes when you experience something, when you're going through it, you don't actually truly experience it. You have, it's a very limited, yeah, you know, say you, a limited perspective. But yeah. when you're actually watching it, you can see it from a different angle. Right. So me right. watching my life, I could actually probably see things where I fucked up and I was like, you know what? I didn't even look at it like that. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, this is the point mm-hmm. where I should have gotten the help. Or this is the mm-hmm. point where I should have said something. Or, or I should have slapped the shit out there. Yeah, or, I, or in this situation, I should have really, <laughs> you know what I mean? I should have DDT'd that motherfucker. So it's like, you could look at your life and actually take some pointers. I think it would be a great learning tool. And I think that's even like with what I see with a lot of artists, what they'll do is they'll take themselves and, you know, perform. Yeah, go back. Yeah. That's why I, I watch every performance and I sit back and I think and I critique and why did I do that? What was I feeling that made me do that note or what? But uh, mm-hmm. I think the piggyback on your nostalgia comment. I don't, you know, the funny thing is, is that a lot of times we want to make nostalgia sound like it's a bad thing, but it's not so much what, what we want to go back to. It's the feeling we want that we had when it, we experienced oh, it. Absolutely. That we again. And, you know, absolutely. sometimes when we're young, we don't recognize how amazing something is. And then in the same breath, when we're old, we don't recognize how amazing something is. Right. And so because of different factors. and um. I think it's, I, I don't know. I, I wonder to myself when I look back on certain things where I say, oh boy, that was really cool. You know, I probably look at it now and say, shit, it really wasn't nothing, really. Mm-hmm. But in that moment, it was fucking amazing. And I don't want to replace that ever. <laughs> I, agree. I was, was going to say, like, I would do it just so, for me, I would say just so that I can see the places where I was in error, but God covered me in those moments. Just as inspiration to go forward to know that God has my back no matter what stupidity I'm doing. But at the same time, to the nostalgia thing, like a lot of times we romanticize situations in our lives to make them all Disney fairy tale cute. Oh my God, we were so in love. And when you look back on it, like you said, Jonathan, it wasn't that great, but we romanticized it in our mind. 
to the point where, you know, we kind of long for it again, even though we've been moved out of those situations for a purpose, you know, we kind of romanticize like, oh, if I can only go back to that time, things would so be so much better. Like I always say, like, you know, the time from 18 to 23 was amazing for me. Lies, all lies. If I look at yeah, it, I mean, yeah. lies, all lies. Oh, you know, I think one of the things I can't say that about my where I look back and say every this was great or this was romanticized. I've always had somebody, that, and this is going to sound depressing. I've always had somebody there to call shit as shit. I've I've never had that person who could paint shit with glitter, you know. And the person who I had that could soften those blows and that really made shit really cool. I lost her like just when I needed her the most. And then from there on, it was just like, okay, you got to deal with every hard thing. Like it's a fucking open wound that we're going to throw some knives in that bitch. Here, have some salt in that motherfucker too. And so, <laughs> I don't, but you know, if I hadn't had those experiences, then I wouldn't want it to make other people's shit better. Cause then maybe I'd have been mm. stuck on, hey, my life's wonderful. But you know, anyway, yeah, so. And you know what? I like this question. And the reason why I like it is, is because I think that while you were writing this question, and just in my opinion, um, it gives you an opportunity to, to kind of um, look back over where you are now. And if it were not for those experiences, though they may have been traumatic, though they may have been, you know what I'm saying, good, and, you know, it, it could have been fucked up. But they contribute to who you are. Now, sure. at this point, you have to ask yourself, when, and it goes to the question when you asked earlier, Jonathan, are you, you know what I'm saying, is, are you living your true life? Or your, I think I'm saying the question right. Are you living your truth? Are you living your truth? Mm -hmm. and so I think it goes and ties into that. that Absolutely. You yourself, when you look back at that question, if, you know, am, the me that I am now, do I see myself as being a stronger person or did this cripple me? What did right. I mean? You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And so for me, with my experiences, though they may have been fucked up, I think every one of us, I've never been the type of person that looks at anybody that I've come into contact with and say, you had a wonderful life. I think that everyone had, has had a fucked up moment in their yeah. life. It's what yeah, you think of fucked up moment. Mm -hmm. Take it as a loss, then what happens is that moment, that moment is wasted. But if you actually look at that moment and there's a lesson, there is something that you took away from it and it enhanced you, then that moment was needed. And so yeah. I look at all of the, ex the everything that has transpired with me and I look at it and say, well, damn, you know what? I could take this as an L. That's either going to be a lesson or a loss. Right. But it's all up to you. I'm going to preach. Take an L as a lesson or a loss. I like that one. Yeah, all right now. That was good. Well, let's see. We're gonna move on to some happier things. Yeah. Even though that was a happy comment, a conversation. I think that that will help somebody out there in cyber world who may be dealing with your past or dealing with the prospects of what your future will look like. Just know that, as Blue said, it's either gonna be a lesson or a loss. But no matter what, you will have a wonderful life just because you lived. Um. But we're going to do some quick questions. These are some easy, quick questions. And then we're going to end on uh, our last question will be about our fair city of Baltimore. But are you oh, all God. ready for the quick questions? 
All right. Texting or talking? Talking. Texting. Talking. It's dependent on the situation for me. It yeah, depends on who it is for me. And who it is. <laughs> yeah. who it is and what's the situation? Same flavor. Some stuff is not worthy of a phone call. And then mm. some things is too much to be texting. So it's like, look, don't if, if it's not nah, a type of paragraph, it's time for you to call. Right. <laughs> uh, go ahead. And only thing the only reason why I say talking is because of texting, it you got it leaves room for you to infer. You yes, to, Lord. There's no emotion. So so you make up what their I, tone I've is. I've had like. more arguments because of my tone was not, I guess, clear through my text. I yeah. meant it one way, but it came across another. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm one of those ones that if you yeah, send me a one so. word sentence, then I'm going to add emotion to it and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm cussing your ass out. So I'd rather just talk to you so I can get the truth. <laughs> All right, y'all. What's your favorite day of the week? I don't know. Day. My days run together at this point. Payday. You said it. Payday. We could call Blur Day. Right. Blur Day. I like that. Well, well, in Texas, my favorite day of the week was Mondays, and that's only because, like. All of us would get together and we would cook and hang out that evening and drink and stuff. It was like everybody was off that day. And so we look forward to like Monday fun day. So Mondays cool. were mine. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to say mine turned to Sunday just because that was when we would get together and rehearse and we would just sit and laugh and talk. Yeah. And it was just real cool. I really enjoyed that. I was going to say mm-hmm. Sunday too, um, just because now that's become my day to do with what I please. Mm. And also, I would, so if you're going to say those days, I would say any time that we had a moment where, you know what I'm saying, we got together and we were able to, so those were good days for me, but I'm going to still say my number one day is payday. I love I know that. that. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite city in the U.S. besides the one you live in? Well, I kind of like New York. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I, I actually I I, I will um ugh. not only I, I live there, but I mean I like so it. But I'm, you know, honestly I battle between Philly and New York. Yeah, I like okay. Philly. Philly's nice. Okay. I, I, I battle Philly. between the both. Yeah, I I really enjoy Philly as well. I think Philly's cool. But uh I'm also say Santa Fe, New Mexico. I think it is one of the most beach. amazing places. The beach, any beach. <laughs> the beach. Um, what's the nickname your parents used to call you? Oh no! When when I saw this question, I wanted to strangle you. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> All right, my gra- my parents didn't have a little nickname for it. my grandmother called me Turtle Dove. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I knew it was something spiritual. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I know had, it's something spiritual. <laughs> the lazy mouth. I was called Kearney by family because Kern, and mm-hmm. my godmother called me Shortcake. My father still calls me to this day his little honey, so that's never changed. So my nickname that I do not is almost like that name that Superman's villain. If you call it, it'll be over. 
if you can pronounce his name, he'll disappear. So Ruffle Stilskin. Right. So my my family used to call me Ting Tong. Oh no. Yeah. Mm. So they. It's actually a song. Ting tong, ting tong. It was actually a song, but they used to, everybody who in my family on my mother's side would call me Ting Tong, and on my father's side, I was Lolo, after Sweet and Low. So they would just call me so much. They called your age Sweet <laughs> My goodness. All right, would you rather be a, oh, my bad. Oh shit, I done put push my damn thing out. Wait a minute. Hold up. Mm. Oh, all right, I'm back. Something's mm-hmm. gone again. Um my mother used to call me Boo or um my aunt called me she used to call me Peaches because because I, I was um like I had like blonde hair. Like, you know how you, when you grow young, you had that blonde hair on you? Well, you probably had blonde mm-hmm. hair on y'all kind of you know, but <laughs> I had all niggas. The little mm-hmm. hairs, you, got, you know the little hairs you might have on your arm or whatever? Yeah. All mine was like, like looked like blonde, but it was like a sandy brown type color. Mm-hmm. And so she used to call mm-hmm. me a peach. And then my other, aunt, my other aunt used to call me Twister. Twister? Twister. <laughs> Twister. <laughs> Twister. 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 I, Twister. <laughs> I guess it was like Chris, like Christy and Crystal. I don't know what the hell, but she used to call me Twister. Black people don't need reasons for why they call their children what they call them. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That is true. Cable. Um, honestly, I, I can't remember. I don't even know if I even had the name. If I did, I don't remember it. They didn't call me that when I grew older. My name was always Harris. We gonna call because him my name because no because my name was so because my name was Harris. They everyone always thought that was a weird name anyway because for a first name. So they, I didn't have no childhood name to be quite honest. Oh, we gonna call you Dude from now on. No, uh, no, thank you. My name last, is my name is Cable. Right, uh, what was the last song you downloaded? <laughs> Really? Yeah. Brandy's new song, Baby Mama. Are you kidding? I ain't know she had a new song. Well, now you know. <laughs> oh, um, a song that I downloaded. Baby Shark. Say. <laughs> 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 yeah, you are stupid. Oh my god! I'm gonna say I'm. That baby shark. It was probably a song. It was probably Moonchild, The Cure. Mmm, good one. Damn, I downloaded. That's the last time I actually had a song that I wanted to actually have with me all the time. So and mine was uh, Georgia and Mulvero. Y'all got a little daddy lions. Great song. Mm. Mm. All right. Last quick. Oh, anybody else? I know Christy said Baby Sharks, and then she was like, I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I haven't downloaded any music, actually. Well, what was the last thing you listened to that you was really feeling? Rochelle Pharrell. 
Mm. Oh my gosh, I can't explain. She takes that joint down. You hear about my song? My song by her is waiting. Mine by her is don't waste your time. Don't waste your time. You want you want to know what what album I've been playing a lot lately that I've been feeling? Um, Seven Candles, I'm ready. His entire that entire album. That's a good one. I've actually been on that. That's a damn good one. That was a yeah. That's a real good yeah. Hell yeah. What about great you? album? Okay. Uh, what about you? Um the last song that I listened to was June by Moses Summit. Mm. Something about his voice and some of the choices. I just love the guy. I love the guy. His name again? Moses Sumney, S U M M E Y, S U M Y, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, my question is because I know we are, you had another question, Jonathan? Go for it. How did it feel? How did it feel when you were driving? Felt like I was teaching. Oh. Let me tell you, you did an excellent job. I appreciate it. I really, really, really enjoyed the conversation, the flow of it. It felt really organic. It felt, um, and I loved the, 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 just loved all the questions. The questions was good. And for my socialites, y'all turns is coming. So prepare. I don't know who's going to have next week, but somebody going to have it. <laughs> Look, Miss K said, not me. Not I said the cat. Miss <laughs> K, what's wrong? <laughs> oh, no. I'm feeling shy. You <laughs> never know. Oh. What, I, what I will say is that I really, 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 really appreciate all your efforts. Y'all taking your time out on your Fridays to come join me for my crazy ass antics and participate and the conversation with me. And like I said, y'all, my tribe. And to everybody that joined in and watched, this is the Cocktail Social. If you want to be a part of the conversation, by all means, hit us up. We will definitely invite you in on a conversation, especially now that we have this medium. And mm -hmm. this is Be Exposed Radio. And this is the end of the show. Thank <laughs> 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 <laughs>